afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of On the Burn with Rolo, Indiana's premier sprint car major racing podcast. I am your host, Dominic Rolo. Let's get right into it. This past Saturday night at Brownstown Speedway, the 13th annual No Way Out 40. Man, this had everything in it. Thrills and spills, tough breaks and heartaches, and at the end, one happy victorious winner. So this is how they had it set up. I did not catch the B main. I didn't catch uh, the action from that. I didn't catch how many they were taking to tag the tail of the A. I'm guessing it was either two or the top two or top four. Um, but this is how they ran it down. They had a single car qualifying and three heat qualifying heat races for the feature. They took the top six. Uh, Kevin Thomas Jr., who had a very great night, uh, set fast time. He uh, also took home heat race number one. I'm going to give you the top six from the three heat races. Kevin Thomas Jr. in the KT Motorsports McDonald's Dr. Pepper 9K won heat race number one. Kyle Cummins in the uh, Rocksteady Racing Mid-America Safety Solutions number 3R came home in second. Justin Grant in the top motorsports NOS Energy Drink and Bow Foundation number 4. Came home in third. Robert Blue in the number 12 came home in fourth. Uh, Logan Seavey, I forget which I forget which uh, car he was driving, but he came home sixth. And uh, Chris Phillips in the number six came home sixth. Again, top six transferred. Heat race number two, uh, Chase Stockin in the Hudson John Deere KO Motorsports number 5S. Chase Stockin won heat race number two. Jordan Kinzer in the uh, number 70 car, he came home in second. And uh, A.J. Hopkins uh, finished in third in the Burton Racing 04, followed by Dickie Gaines in the Electric Works number 44, Tim Creech in the Taylor Truck and Trailer Sales number 2C, and Carson Short, I believe he was in the, uh, I believe he was driving the Epperson Painting 2E, I could be wrong, but I think that's the car he was driving. Again, it's been it's been a few, it's been a few days, and I had a couple beers between now and then. Uh, heat race number three. Now this guy, the winner of heat race number three, signed uh, for to run the whole USAC season with KO Motorsports, driving the five N. This is Paul Neenheiser. He is uh, he gave up the wing stuff for one year. Or at least this year. And that's not easy to do, to change up your driving style from wing to non-wing. Both cars handle very differently. Non-wing, you're uh, backing into the corner more. uh, You don't have as much speed because you're putting most of your momentum on your back axle, mainly on your right rear, which is why the right rear is always so big on on these cars. Uh, So you're not coming out. You're getting more sideways in the corners, backing in more, leaning more on your right rear. Uh, in a non-wing car, and in a wing car, you're uh, landing on your left rear more. Get, you're getting straighter in the corners uh, most of the time. So you got a little bit more speed coming off. So it's definitely a big change. Uh, not a huge change, but definitely a challenge, uh, especially if you keep going back and forth. But I think he's run a few, no- a little bit of non-wing stuff in the past, so... I think he pretty much has uh, everything that he needs all, uh, in his skill set. So that was, he had a very impressive night, Paul Neenheiser did. 
I was impressed. I think er, uh, everyone else was. I'm ready to see what he can do with the uh, rest of the USAC crew uh, down at Lawrenceburg this Saturday night. Anyways, he picked up uh, heat race number three. Uh, Brady Bacon in the Glen Farms Fatheads Eyewear number 98 came home in second. The macho man Brady Bacon. It's his nickname, people. Get over it. Uh, Jake Swanson, the Arizona driver in the 21AZ, came home in third. Brandon Maddox out of Terre Haute came home in fourth. Uh, Scotty Weir, I believe he was driving the 4P. Again, could be wrong, and please, somebody correct me if I am wrong. Uh, although, I guess I could have just watched, uh, went back and watched the uh, live stream again, or the uh, uh, recordings of the race, and I would have known, but, you know, I'm, I'm not that smart, okay? So, leave it alone. Then Brady Short finished sixth in heat race number three. Again, I, uh, I did not catch the B main. I don't know how many they took. I'm going to guess the top four uh, or top two to make a 24, 23. Or 20 to 24 car field, uh, what or 22 car field, whatever. Uh, anyways, feature event time. Now, my two drivers were out before it was all said and over. My two picks, uh, Brady Bacon and AJ Hopkins, they were my two picks, uh, to win the race. And you know, it sucks when your driver, when your favorite driver gets out early because anyone who gets into the feature just alone. They have a chance to make it. You know they do. They know they do. And it just, it eats up at you when, you know, their engine dies or whatever. They get they get spun out, got to go to the back. And then, you know, depending on how much, how many laps there is to go, they probably aren't going to be able to run back up through the field that quickly. Cause, I mean, let's face it. You get into the feature, your car, ha- your car and driver has a chance to make it to the podium to the checkered flag, to take the checkered, to cross the stripe first. I mean, that that's just the end of, that's just, that's just it. You, if you're in the feature event, you qualify for it, you do your best. You have a car that can compete with anyone out there, and don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Uh, so, early on in the race, uh, Kyle Shipley actually uh, had a wreck. The, I forget where they said he was from, Arizona, New Mexico... I forget where they said he was from, but he was at, from out west uh, in the OG. I believe that was his car number. Again, I know I could go back and look it up, but I'm too lazy for that, so I'm just, I'm just going to wing it. You know, th- that's what this most of this is anyway. I'm just winging it, hoping you guys find it funny, comical, and some somewhat informative. You know, I do hope you guys get some information out of this. I don't expect you to get it from everyone else, but I hope you get a little bit out of this. Not that bad. Anyways, Kyle Shipley uh, actually... Took out part of the catch fence on the back stretch over the concrete barrier. So that, and just from the camera angles when I was watching the feature, didn't seem like anyone really knew he went over until about halfway down, the, the leaders got halfway down the front straightaway. I mean, I again, it could have just been how the camera was angled, but kind of seemed to me like he sat over there for a minute before... Uh, they threw out the red flag and stopped everybody, got medical personnel and track safety officials over there. But other, otherwise, he he walked away okay, and that just goes to speak for the safety of these cars once again. Uh, I think he does have a little bit older chassis. I could be wrong, but, you know, again, that, that goes to show you how the safety equipment that the drivers wear and that's inside the cars really comes along 
he took out a catch fence and walked away unscathed. Probably need a new pair of pants, which, you know, anyone would. That's that's not coming out of that fire suit anytime soon. But uh, good thing he's okay. Hope to see him back at the track sometime soon. I don't think we get to see him a lot here in Indiana. I could be wrong. He may stick around for a bit, but we'll see what happens. Anyways, he did a good job getting into the feature. I thought he did pretty decent in qualifying. And, you know, that that's, ju that's just all of it right there. Uh, qualifying sets you up big. Winning your heat race sets you up big. Um, but tough break for him. And then uh, we get to A.J. Hopkins, who was second out. Now, I don't know uh, if A.J. put anything on Facebook yet, on his social media, saying what happened. But uh, he was out a little bit early, uh, about halfway through or just before halfway through. Uh, the announcer kept saying Hopkins uh, running slow around the bottom. Uh, then it, then I heard him say uh, Hopkins went pit side. So tough break for those guys. I thought they had a car definitely to win it. Obviously, wanted either him or him or uh, Bacon to win it because uh, they were my two picks, and I may owe someone a couple hundred bucks or not. But that's besides the point. Uh, anyways, kind of sad that uh, he didn't make it. Was really hoping for it, but you know. It happens. They'll regroup, and hopefully we'll see him put on a good show out at Putnamville uh, this Saturday night. Uh, anyways, back to uh, people getting out early. Brady Bacon, the macho man Brady Bacon. This one kind of sucked because he was leading, and he was coming after that checkered flag with a vengeance, uh, defending USAC national champion. Uh, Man, he was on it in this new car, the secondary car that they got with uh, Glenn Farms and Fatheads Eyewear, uh, the number 98. That thing was singing like a tune. Then it had a sour note with about four to go. Now, I don't know what all happened, but it it didn't sound good at all. And that that's very sad because that car was on it all night and... Uh, I thought he was. I thought he was gonna take off and get away with it there. I really did. I I was hoping for one of them. I was hoping for it, but uh, sucks for you know that team. I know they're gonna. I know both teams are gonna do the work to get the cars back together, uh, fixed up. I know they're gonna be uh, coming after checker flags with a vengeance. They're gonna be coming after these guys harder and harder and harder every time. Uh, something breaks. So be on the lookout for Brady Bacon this weekend in the Hoffman Auto Racing Fatheads Eyewear 69, Blind Me, Dine Me, 69 Me, down at Lawrenceburg. Everyone who goes down there, be aware for that because USAC Sprints, 410 non-wing USAC Sprints, are starting their Indiana season in Lawrenceburg this weekend, uh, this Saturday night, April 3rd. Uh, they're going to be joined by Modifieds and Hornets at the 3 8 Mile High Banked Oval. That's going to be a sight to see. If you can make it out there, please make it out. Uh, follow your local COVID uh, guidelines. Please keep these tracks open because we want a better racing season. We want a full racing season because we did not get one last year, and it sucked. And it's going to suck until uh, COVID-19 is no longer a thing. And then Saturday night as well. Uh... Anyways, Saturday night, Lawrenceburg, USAC Prince. Look for the 32 of Garrett Abrams, 2018 track champion at Lawrenceburg. He's got a brand new look, brand new car. Uh, Culver's on the side of it, of all things. 
who who could go wrong with uh, eating a butter burger from Culver's, having a beer, and watching a dirt track race? Uh, I don't think there's anything really quite better than that. I really don't. I if if someone can name something better than uh, having a butter burger from Culver's, drinking beer, watching a sprint car race, USAC sprint car race, please let me know. Please, I want to know. I want to know what could be better than that. Because I don't think there's anything better than that. I like the butter burger. I like drinking beer. And I like going to sprint car races. Hey, audience, where are you at? Let's go. Okay, anyways. Uh, also, Saturday night, April April 3rd at Lincoln Park Speedway in Putnamville. Uh, Indiana Open Wheel Racing Fest with fireworks. It's a pretty much a typical show, except they got fireworks. Uh, so it's going to be uh, $5 more expensive. It's going to be $20 for admission. I paid more, I paid less. You know, I really don't care. I just love going. Uh, Putnamville, Indiana, Lincoln Park Speedway. 410 non-wing sprint cars, modified super stocks, and uh, bombers. I'm sorry, I forgot what they were called for a second. I don't know why. The Monte Carlo class. They're basically all Monte Carlos. Anyways, we're talking about sprint cars. So make sure if you're able to, you check those out. And before I let you guys go, I do want to point out one thing. And this is something that's going to hit every dirt tr- every uh, sprint car fan. Uh, Kevin Thomas Jr. His win at Brownstown Speedway, the second his second No Way Out 40 win. The only other driver to win twice at the No Way Out 40, the late great Brian Clawson. BC. BC. Still chasing 200. And, you know, it it sucks that, you know, some records are going to be broken, whether they were set by him, Jason Johnson, or Greg Hodnett, just the drivers we've lost in the past five, six years. It sucks that uh, some of their records are going to be broken and probably already are being broken, but somebody's got to do it, and who better to do it than people that they were close with because... This dirt track racing, I'm not just talking about sprint cars for this one. Uh, Dirt track racing in Indiana and really across the country. We are one big family. Whether you're a fan, you're a racer, you're an announcer, it doesn't matter. You love these shows, you're part of our family. We're going to leave it right there. Thank you all, everybody, for tuning in. I will see you Friday, and we're going to be drinking beer on Friday. I put my sweat